Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, well, you asked, number three? Yeah. Th- I think three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, well, I asked what number it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new-ish segment where we give you unsolicited advice. Or it's solicited advice, but it's bad advice. Yeah. Good advice from bad people, bad advice from good people. Like we say, it depends how you take it. <laughs> it may be good. Like, I feel like some of our advice is pretty reasonable. But and we some just of it's have to... <laughs> just shit garbage. Yeah. We just have to give a disclaimer that we obviously um, don't have any legs to stand on when it comes to making sure that this is good advice. It's just our opinion. We're not social workers or therapists. <laughs> no. We're just two gay idiots. Consider this, you're just chatting with your friends. Yeah. And they give but they're you not the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> like you're 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 chatting with your like your C team. C team yeah. friend group. I was gonna say B team, but I didn't want to plug your merch. <laughs> you're chatting with your like least favorite friend. Yeah. The one you call when everyone else is busy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's us. <laughs> so yeah, before we get started, make sure that you are subscribed wherever it is you're listening. It really helps us out. Um, also, if you're listening on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can review, please leave us a review. Five stars only. We really, really appreciate it. Take a screenshot if you're listening on your phone, share it to your story, tag us, uh, we'll get back to you, we'll repost it. We really appreciate the love. And make sure you're following us on social media at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And um, yeah, I think that that about does it. I think that does it. I like how the four, uh, four or four, five stars has become like a joke. Yeah. And people in comments will be like, I almost gave you four stars. And I'm like, that's funny. That's cute. But don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, that's like, I get it. It's like now our brand saying that. So it is a joke. It's an easy joke. But I do get gas every time I read it. <laughs> and I do. Yeah. And I do check that they didn't actually give us four stars. Because <laughs> I'm going to start blocking IP addresses. Absolutely. If they try, yeah. and, try and give us four stars up in here. Um, also, before we get rolling, uh, we do have a Patreon and uh, merch. That's all linked in our bio over on Instagram. Um, so we really, really appreciate all the love over there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into Let's it. Let's do it. Okay. So, first up, we have... <laughs> this one's interesting. Okay. This person says, I've been with my wife for 11 years since we were in our teens. We've had our ups and downs, but things have been great for the last six years, especially when we have really grown together. And the sex is amazing. I love her completely and cannot imagine a future without her in it and don't want to break up. But recently, I've found myself wanting to talk to other women and even thinking about hooking up with them. I haven't done anything or acted on these thoughts, but I feel bad for even having them. Should I tell my fiancé? Ooh, that's a very interesting one. I thought that was so intriguing. Yeah. For a few reasons. One, they they haven't acted on it. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's nearly impossible as a human being to try and, like, control your thoughts. I, I think anyone in any relationship ever who says that they have not thought another person is attractive yeah. or enjoyed talking to another person... Um, 
it would be lying because people are just attractive to yeah. you sometimes. Um, but it sounds like in this case, it has gone maybe a step further of they're not feeling guilty just because they like are walking down the street and they're like, oh, that person's beautiful. But they feel like they potentially want to act on that. They have not yet. But and not like necessarily it. just sexually, but also a connection. Yes. They want to talk to other people. Like emotionally, yes. Yes. Which I think like... I think that's incredibly natural. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a very monogamous person. Yeah. But 11 years or more is a long time. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you did grow with that person, and that's great. But also there's some downsides to that. No, that makes me make it sound like I think it's negative. I yeah. don't at all. But... um when you grow with somebody, like, you get used to that person. Totally. And you, your entire life has been structured around this person, and all the growth that you've had has been tied to this person. Mm -hmm. So I think it's natural to want to see not what else is out there in yeah. a way. Like, you, I get you know, what you're saying. You know? Like, I think also this person described that they've been with this person since their teens. Um, so for me, um, I'm the kind of person that... I think I would relate to this person had I not had multiple relationships before my current relationship. Yeah. Because... If you if you weren't a huge slut bag. If I wasn't a huge <laughs> hoe uh, before we shut her down a few years back, um, I, I, would, I would personally kind of feel like, did I never gave anything else a go? Like, how do I really know that this is this person? Also, if you've known someone since your teens, you've never really, as an adult, had the chance of, like, seeing how you flirt and seeing how you date yeah. and interact. Like, most people that know each other from their teens, especially queer people, it's just because they were, like, the only two queer people there yeah. and then they kind of just hang out like they probably have not had that dating experience they probably have not had the experience of like maybe going to a bar and like introducing themselves to someone those are moments in life that a lot of people would like to experience do I think that they're necessary and do I think that they're always great no it's the classes classic grass is greener because I think you'd ask a lot of people you know that are in their mid late 20s and they're like holy fuck I hate dating I cannot stand this like why can't I meet my person so you know it, it I think there's a fine line between me acknowledging that I get where this person's coming from and I do think that one of the downsides of meeting your person early in life is maybe not experiencing life on your own before yeah. building a life with that person but then the other side of it is like I want to be like Girl, just, like, water the grass where you're at because everyone thinks it's going to be, like, so fun. And maybe it's fun for that, like, first one-night stand or first, like, couple dates. And then you're like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I think it's uh, in a similar vein to delayed adolescence because mm -hmm. I think they have uh, a lot of similarities. It is a delayed adolescence in the fact that you said, or in the sense that you haven't gone on dates, you haven't fucked all these people, you know, you haven't... <laughs> You haven't dated, and I think one of the beauties of dating a bunch of people and figuring that out is meeting different people and talking to different people pull different things out of you. Totally. So it's nice to kind of explore yourself through other people in a weird yeah. way. But like you said, if you found your person, it's mm. it's hard to, <laughs> to ever find that again or to, uh, I don't know, when you... When you start dating other people, you might be like, oh, fuck, I, I that really, really was my person. Totally. But also, you know your partner probably better than anyone, uh -huh. so you would know if 
stating this is going to offend them. Okay, so yeah, let's get into this because bottom line out of this person's experience that they that they're living right now, they're asking for specific advice on whether or not to tell their yeah. their did they say fiance? I think yeah, they said fiance. fiance. I am going to once again not give maybe the best advice, but I say hell no. Okay? <laughs> like I'm all for communication, but if you like reading this message, it does not like sound like this is someone who wants to get out of the relationship or that they're second guessing it. Like they stated multiple times that they love this person. They've had like the best last six years. The sex is great. They want to be with this person forever. Um, that they're maybe just like having thoughts about other people. And I think once you open that can of worms, it's really hard to close it. Right. Yeah. Because you can't um, stuff the snakes back in that <laughs> box. <laughs> because once you tell somebody that, I le- I would love to believe that people are going to be always really open and communicative and like understanding. But when your partner sits you down and they're your fiance and says to you, hey, fiance, that we're supposed to get married in X amount of months, years, whatever it is. Um... I actually have been thinking about being with other women. <laughs> I would freak if yeah. I was that fiance. Yeah, I would be like, red flag, get me out of here. I would think the worst because I'm a paranoid fucking crazy lady. And I think that a lot of people would react that way to some degree. Yeah. So once again, you know your fiance best. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're most the most understanding, calm, like reasonable minded person. And maybe they would say something wonderful like, oh, that's totally normal. Let's communicate about this. Maybe I feel the same way. But if it were me, I wouldn't say shit. If you are actually wanting to act on this or you actually think that this is maybe not the relationship for you, then definitely communicate that. But if it's something that you just are just kind of experiencing in your mind and it's like, oh, I think that girl's cute, whatever, but I know I want to be with this person, don't do it. Yeah, but I also, to counter that, Mm -hmm. it completely depends on the relationship that you have with this person and Mm -hmm. the kind of person that your partner is to begin with. If you guys are very open sexually you're very open talking about totally. uh more difficult topics uh-huh. this could be a, an issue that if you say i'm thinking about other women talking to other women it could open a dialogue about maybe why you're feeling that way uh, yeah. what feelings you're looking for mm-hmm. how that could be satisfied in your current relationship totally. or you could be dating somebody that you don't <laughs> talk about anything yeah. and that will absolutely haunt every thought they have from here on out yes, so <laughs> I would say you know best about your partner <laughs> and how to approach it but it could be good, could be bad. <laughs> so what would you do? Um, I probably wouldn't say anything. <laughs> We're such chicken shit. I know. I honestly, I just think it would be a nightmare. Yeah. I think it would be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> best of luck to you. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Okay. So this is our second question. And it says, I'm still in school and I sit by a boy in my class who always makes racist and homophobic jokes. I always tell him it's not funny and that I that he should stop, but he won't. And he says he doesn't care if it's offensive. It's just his sense of humor. He doesn't know I'm gay. But it makes me super uncomfortable whenever he makes homophobic jokes and everyone around him just thinks it's funny. And I don't know what to do. Can you give me advice? Thanks. I love your podcast. 
Ooh, that's a good one, mm-hmm. too. I don't know age of this. Is I'm what... assuming this person, by the sounds of it, and their past like high messages, I th- I'm thinking high school. Okay. Um, well, my first advice is if they're smaller than you, just kick their ass. Oh my God. <laughs> now I don't condone, I don't, I don't condone violence or, you know. See you around the camera. <laughs> Me shutting the, the, shutting the shit down before, before we get canceled. I'm totally kidding. But I will say that I, um, I might be the wrong person to ask about this because I, I'm a narc. You caught me. I'm, I'm a an narc. I would absolutely tell the higher powers. Mm-hmm, I'd be, be like, this bitch is not good. <laughs> yeah. He is not a good person. <laughs> and these are secret audio tapes in which I have um, this person <laughs> saying homophobic and racist things. Please expel them. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Sean, don't mess with Sean. Yeah. I am a narc, though. Like, when I was a when I, <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just like wear that badge proud. No, absolutely. Like like as a kid especially, I I would rat on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at first I was agreeing, but now I'm like I am not a narc, not to Sean Lusk's oh, standards okay. here. Well So like if I like kicked dirt in your face, you'd go tell on me? Yeah, I'd call Dawn. <laughs> Okay, so you're you're one of those. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I I get it. We would have had fun in high school. Yeah. Um, I feel like <sighs> I'm trying to think from a high school standpoint because I understand that maybe narcism has worked for you in the past. Yeah. Well, but... actually, it hasn't. I used to narc on people, and then they get would bullied. hate me more because yeah. I narked on them. Yeah. So exactly. I'm not. I'm not also saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like sometimes, yeah, like. The older you get and the more you know who is running these establishments, like who quote unquote has the power, it's like, I don't think they can actually do anything. Like when I think about like some of my friends that I know are in the position that if the kid went to them, they are the like high school principal yeah. that would be handling this. I'm like, they I don't even know if they could handle something going on in our friend group. Never mind like what's going on with kids. Like I mean when you're a kid, you think of these people as like all knowing and all being and that they're gonna be good and on your side, but like you don't really know that they even have the proper understanding of how to handle situations like this. True. Also, if we're gonna talk about who has the fucking power, you're gonna narc on somebody about mm-hmm. them being racist and homophobic to a principal who's a white man who's probably <laughs> racist and homophobic so uh, um however my sister is an elementary school teacher and has taught high school and if a child told her that a kid was being homophobic and racist she would clock them but this is what i mean like it's so hit and miss i feel yeah like even when i think back to like my high school teachers like i can tell you which ones like going back now that if i went to them with a problem would actually help me and which ones would have made it way worse yeah which ones would have like rolled up their car window in the parking lot <laughs> yeah because at the end of the day like it's they're just the pool of human beings like anyone else like the people working at a certain office or the people working anywhere else like some people are going to have um opinions and views and ways of dealing things that i would agree are helpful yeah. in this situation and a lot are not yeah is you know so in all reality, I yeah. have two two um, okay. real okay. paths that I think you could take here. Mm-hmm. Number one, 
not great advice, but the sad reality of our world, ignore it. Yeah. And I know that this seems counterintuitive to mm-hmm. what this podcast is all about because our podcast is about flying in the face of all of our haters, you know, uh-huh. being unapologetically queer, mm-hmm. letting people fucking suck it. Mm-hmm. But one of the problems with high school mm-hmm. and one of the things that I've learned coming out of high school yeah. is the people that have that mindset, especially in 2020. Yes. The thing is, like, we were in high school kind of early 2000s. Totally. And back then, it was almost still, like, funny and cool to be racist and homophobic. Totally, yeah. Not, it wasn't. I'm not saying that. But that's a lot No of... one called anyone out. Exactly. So... Those people still, the people that had that mindset in high school Mm -hmm. that I knew, still are those people today. (laughs) So it's kind of like, are you going to change their mind? Are you going to educate them? Probably not. Yeah. You know? If they think that's funny in 2020, Mm -hmm. especially when it's kind of like call-out culture is Mm -hmm. more prevalent, it's probably a lost cause. Yeah. And then the other path is the path that I took, which was... (laughs) we've talked about this before, it basically shaped my sense of humor and Uh my uh, personality Mm -hmm. that I realized that if I could basically bully them or... Or, once again, bad advice, but, like... So, so far you've told people to beat beat the person up, yep. to narc, and to bully them. Listen, I stand by all three, baby. <laughs> um, no, but, like, the only like the only thing that worked for me, basically, is, like, to, uh, to beat them to the punch. Right. To be like, listen, like, this is not funny. <laughs> this, yeah. you know? I don't mm-hmm. know. What do you... What's your advice? Okay, so my advice would be... One, I'm in, in agreement with you with the ignore thing. Yeah. It's unfortunate, um, but I think a lot of LGBTQ folks, Q plus folks, sorry, it's my first time saying LGBTQ plus, apparently. Um, oh my God, I, that just made me think. Can you imagine if I had like a counter of how many times in my life I've said LGBTQ plus? Um, It'd be so high. Uh, sure. <laughs> Anyways, that's one of those apps I want to develop. Okay. Just like a counter for words. No one's going to buy that. <laughs> a counter for how many times I've told the same joke. Yeah. Same story. That's a good oh, one. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I, I think a lot of folks can relate to the fact that in their younger years, there's a lot of times they just had to ignore stuff out of fear of putting themselves in an unsafe position. And sometimes just the bare minimum of just fucking getting through it. Yeah. High school is hard. Absolutely. And I, that's why we try and mention on this podcast that as much as we are here, like, you know, stand up for what you believe in and like be yourself. Like before that comes your safety and before that comes your own like mental and physical well being. And if you think that, you know, standing up for yourself and being yourself and, Coming out is going to put you in a compromising situation when it comes to your mental health, your physical health, um, whatever it may be. Unfortunately, sometimes it's best just to put your head down, get through high school, and then you can be yourself. That's not the case for everyone. Some people come out early and it's wonderful for them, or they come out early and it's terrible for them, but that still was what they knew they needed to do for themselves. Yeah, it's It's, very case-specific. It's so case-specific. So I just want to like give you the validation that... If this person is saying homophobic comments in front of you and you're not out, which you said in in your message, don't feel like you have to. Don't feel like you're a bad person for not, like, giving it to this person and, like, standing up for the queer community because sometimes you just got to protect yourself first. So that's okay. If it is really bothering you, well, it is really bothering you, but if it is something that you can't just stay quiet about for your 
for yourself, then um, I think that's great and really powerful that you want to take a stand. And what I would do, honestly, it seems like you've already told them that you are annoyed by these jokes and they're just not stopping. I would try and talk to a few other folks in your class that are maybe friends that you know are really supportive of you. Get a network. Get a network going and get a get a little group of, you know, three, four people that you can trust to all go at the same time and talk to this person. Yeah. That you know are going to have your back and support you and agree with you that this stuff is wrong. Or have conversations with people so that <laughs> if this person is making these jokes, you're not the only one calling them out. Because yes. it's hard to feel like you can make any change mm-hmm. when you're just f- fighting the fight by yourself. But like yeah. you said, I would... Uh, Say that you don't have um, the queer community on your back if you do yeah. not stand up to this person. Yeah. Like, your safety comes first, yeah. and it doesn't make your queer identity any less valid if you don't fight them. I still totally. say you could fight them, you know? Mm-hmm. That's still an option you for me. You know what? <laughs> Cut off their resources, which is attention and laughter. So true. Because if you tell the people around them in the class... That, hey, I know you probably don't think it's funny. Maybe you just laugh because you're uncomfortable when they say it. But this makes me really uncomfortable. I've talked to them about it. He's not stopping. Um, So what I would love is for when he makes these jokes, if everyone just paid him no mind. Don't laugh. Don't even call him out. Just don't even give him attention. If his fucking pool is dry of attention and laughter when he's saying this bullshit, it's gonna be really awkward. It's gonna for be him. so awkward for him. Yeah. So like you know maybe that's the maybe that's the way to go if if you think that that's possible with the surroundings. Anyways, um, know you are loved and know that uh, as cheesy as it is, it does get better. Absolutely, it does oh get God. better. Okay. Wow, I give such good advice. <sighs> Narc, fight, bully, <laughs> ignore. <laughs> you should be a school counselor. Honestly. <laughs> I would be the worst school. Like You'd somebody comes to me, I'd be like, "Okay, what's their height? Are you taller?" <laughs> you would literally have like the narc squad. Yeah, like seriously, narc network. Like the narc network. Like you know, in Game of Thrones, when they have like the little birds. Yeah, which is like the like all the little kids that come back. That'd be me. I'm like, what did we learn today? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like you would have like eyes and ears in all the classrooms Absolutely. of all your little narkers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you'd have like narc club that meets every Wednesday at lunch. Yeah. In, also, like, I hope location. when I make jokes and give advice like this, people don't take it seriously. Well, some will, so we'll probably get some angry DMs, and yeah. then some will know that we're joking. The bully part, though, is not. <laughs> No, I think I need to clarify that. Yeah. It's not like I'm saying go out and bully this kid, but mm-hmm. honestly, that's that was a big thing for me. I got bullied specifically for being yeah. gay. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like I turned around was like the the worst bully to this person, mm-hmm. but I realized that that was an easy out for these people. The only thing that they could make jokes about was me being gay. <laughs> so if I realized that I could just, you know, hit back, not physically and not like I wasn't bullying them for physical traits but if I could (laughs) fire back with some sort of like little witty quip it shuts them down (laughs) so there you go you know what and now you just bully me exactly Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and 
it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Hey Gabers, this episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you're a longtime Gaber, you know that I am far from a consistent reader, but Book of the Month just might change that. Book of the Month makes the process that I find daunting, finding a new book, fun and special, with new releases at the beginning of every month. I often find deciding on a title overwhelming, but Book of the Month's team curates a list full of exciting options, often from new and upcoming authors. This month, I chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which I'm really excited to dig into. I love a mystery thriller, and I love a twist. I was debating between this title and Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch. And honestly, it was the first time in years that I was having a battle of the books. So this month, get your first book for $5 with the code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. That's PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. So. <laughs> okay, so this is an interesting one. Um, so I really like this person. And I want to keep talking to them. However, I agreed to be their girlfriend last week, and now I think we've moved too quickly. Is it possible to go backwards in a relationship without messing it up? <laughs> I love that question. Because <laughs> I, you know why I love that? I've done that before. Yeah. I did that once where I went on, like, three dates with this girl, and I thought she was, like, really, like, quite lovely. And I had a good time and then while we were hanging out she kind of just like blurted it out which was really brave and awesome of her because I kind of I love when people are straight up I've talked about on this podcast I love when people are straight up communicators like hey I want to be with you cool but I was just so caught off guard and like quite attracted to the fact that she was straight up about it that I just like was like I wanted to validate that moment for her so I just said yes I'm also like I feel bad as well. Uh. Like, I, I get stressed because I'm like, you just put yourself mm-hmm. out on the line. And for me to be that bitch to say no right now is bad. And it's I'm, also so- I get that feeling because, like, this person's like, I've been there where it's not that you don't want to be with them. You're just like, that was quite fast, but now I can't retract. Yeah. Well, you can. We'll talk about that. I just like, oh, my God. Okay, it's like. So, I Okay. <sighs> If you retract, okay. you have to be very uh, welcoming of the fact that that could be a full no for that person. Yes. You know, your retraction, uh, your, your 
uh, can we slow it down? Can we take a few steps back? Could mm. be a full step out for that person. So you do have yeah. to balance that thought totally. of that happening. Um, I personally do think that a lot of people, especially people that move quickly, mm-hmm. would understand if you said, hey, this is moving a little fast. Can we, like, dial it back? However... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say that that person has probably heard that before and might think that you're just looking for a full out because I have had that. The other thing is that it's so specific with wording because yes, <laughs> it's one thing if the person hasn't directly said to you like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend or like, do you want to be exclusive? If it's just moving quickly, like you're hanging out a lot and they're, they're kind of like insinuating that you're the only one for them and then you have that conversation... Like, hey, this is moving fast. Like, trust me, I've been on the receiving side of the, hey, this is moving fast. Can we slow this down conversation? Yeah. Um, I think that is, like, totally fine. It's all fine. You should communicate your feelings no matter what. But what I'm saying is from the perspective of the person receiving it, they they wouldn't have any grounds to be like, oh, that makes me feel like you, like, led me on or lied to me or, like, whatever it yes. is. But as soon as you've had the a distinct conversation of a milestone, whether it's we're exclusive, we're partners, we're girlfriends, whatever it is, and then you're like, hey, can we just jump back to exactly where we were before we made that agreement? You're legit saying to them, like, there's so many things that now come with that. So their mind's going to go, okay, so... You want to be hanging out all the time and still be, like, what we were, but you don't want to be girlfriends. And the only difference of that means that you want to hook up with or talk to other people. Yeah. So now I have to have this conversation about, okay, like, why is that necessary? And when will you know? And what specifics does this mean? What are you looking for? What is slow to you? When can I make another move? Is the ball fully in your court now? And then on top of that, you have this whole... We're just giving this person... So much anxiety. Oh my gosh. Full spiral anxiety gas attack. (laughs) (laughs) But also like think about like if I was that person that had that conversation and went away from that so happy like, oh my God, I have a girlfriend. Woohoo. And then like sat on that for like a few days, a week, whatever... And, like, told my friends and, like, everything else. That's the thing is, if they're moving fast with girlfriend, they're probably moving fast with word of mouth, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then if, and then that person's like, hey, never mind. I would feel, like, that I was lied to. And then I, my mind would go, like, I'd try and be understanding, but I'd also, my mind would go, okay, well, next time I have a big conversation with you, how do I know that your first response is actually your reality. Right. Like, how am I supposed to be vulnerable if I can't expect realness back? I'm saying that because that's what this girl said to me when I retracted it and then never spoke to me again. Which I totally got, right? Like, because I was like, I really put this person in a weird position because, like, I was like, yay, yeah, woohoo, anyways. And then we, like, you know, hooked up and kept hanging out for a few days and then I was like, hey, about that, yeah, never mind. And they were like, fuck you. And I was like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think, yeah, you have to be prepared. The question that I would ask myself is how far off are you? <laughs> because if you think that like you're like this was two weeks too fast, you know, even a month too fast. But like eventually you'd probably want to be in a committed relationship with this person. Right. Then like what's the big deal that it was maybe like jump on the train to meet them at the next station yeah like maybe you're just scaring yourself out of it because you're going in that route anyways so like do you really want to like like throw the whole damn thing off like derail the train over like maybe another couple weeks before the title yeah or is it like oh 
I know, I don't even know if I want this person to be my girlfriend. Like, I was still in the process of figuring this out. Yeah. It's, I think timelines are super big here because if yeah. it's like, if, if, um, officially having a girlfriend is something that you saw as like a decision that comes at six months, mm-hmm. if that's coming at two weeks, clearly you guys, uh, need to have a conversation about timelines <laughs> and yes. you know how you process feelings and emotions. And I think that me and my boyfriend and you and me and you um, process things so differently. Totally. We are like the opposite end of the spectrum. Like Brie falls for people instantly. I'm like, <laughs> I take my time. I like, I stress about every option. <laughs> so we are polar opposites of this spectrum. Um, so yeah. Okay. Um I think bottom line Yeah, we are so opposite. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like if we were if we were in this We'd situation, you would be the person telling me to fuck off and I'd be the person that's like want to get married. Um I like, I thought we were going to have first dates until 3 years. <laughs> okay, like See, I'm the person, like, if I proposed to someone and they said yes on the spot because I was maybe doing it in front of, like, their fucking family or something, which, by the way, sounds like a nightmare to me, but anyways, um, and they said yes, and then afterwards we're like, ooh, I love you a lot, but I wasn't actually ready for an engagement, I'd be like, we need to break up. Oh, see, I am not I, I reasonable. Wouldn't. I'm not reasonable. See, I am. I'd be like, I got down on one knee. You said yes. It's it's go or not. See it's ya. So, but I can't go in back. In the moment, it's so easy to be a yes man because there's so much pressure and like that. Uh, anyways, I know, but I, I can't go back. I think that you should have the conversation and ask if you can slow things down because in my uh, experience, every single time that we have had a disagreement or misunderstanding mm-hmm. on timelines, they will continue. Uh, further in the relationship for things like moving in for things like getting engaged like all those things Mm -hmm. you should have an understanding of how the other person feels about it so I think you should have the conversation and say how you're feeling and wonder if you can slow things down because if you're not on the same page with your speed of emotions now it'll come back up that's my thought I think that's fair thank you Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, the rational one will give you advice. We'll let the rational here. one speak. <laughs> Bree's like, you should get engaged. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should just wrap Pop it right up. the question back. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a house for you two. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Have a baby. <laughs> Honestly, sounds magical. Yeah, to me. start IVF. Why not? <laughs> You've already fucked up. Might as well just dive right in now. Oh my god. Okay. This is... Okay, I don't even know if I should say this. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's not like that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. Okay. There are two messages that we received that I believe are from both halves <gasps> of the scenario. And it's not too messy or else I wouldn't say this. Okay. It's a completely reasonable question. Okay. Um, I can't believe you said that. Now it's... I know. <gasps> You're scandalous. And I want to say, I do not, for the people listening, I do not know this for sure. It's just eerie that they're kind of about the same, like almost the exact same thing. Okay. But from different sides. Okay. So one of the messages that I received, before I read this one, one of the messages I received was asking, was saying, hey, I am moving out of country. I'm moving away. Okay. In about half a year. I've started dating here, but I don't know if I should continue that because um, I'm moving away. Right. So, like, you know, that that perspective. And then I have another message that says, um, I've been seeing this gal 
for about a month and I really like her, but she's moving away, like out of country slash permanently in like five months. So I have no idea if these people are correlated or if people are just moving right now. Um, but I, this isn't something that the, the reason I'm saying you haven't done the background fucking checks to see if there's yeah follows and all that shit. I have not done that. I have not, I've done none of that. I just noticed it. And, um, the reason I'm saying it because it wouldn't screw up is both of you seem very excited about the current relationship. If it is both sides and both of you are struggling with it. If it is both sides, that's so cute. cute. So that's kind of why I wanted to say it. But if it's not, let's get into it either way. (laughs) Because, like, if it was one side being like, I need to get the hell out of here, I wouldn't have mentioned it. But both sides are being really cute about it and being like, I really like this person that I'm currently dating, but, and one of them's leaving, one of them's staying, but they're both stressed about this. Anyways, the question from the person who is dating this person who's moving out of country slash permanently in, like, five months says, should I keep things going and be, in caps, heartbroken when she leaves? Or end things now, even though she's super cool and we're totally vibing. Can I yeah. jump into this? Yeah. <clears throat> if you end things now, <laughs> you're still going to be heartbroken. Yeah. And <laughs> if yeah. you're asking this question to mm-hmm. strange fucking gay idiots <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast, yeah. you obviously care enough about this person uh-huh. in current form yes. that you will be heartbroken either way. Totally. My suggestion, mm-hmm. as somebody who has dated somebody who lived across the country for mm-hmm. a while, is go for it while you have it. Yeah. And yes, maybe you will never see each other again. Yeah. Or maybe you will meet up years from now mm-hmm. and reconnect. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you'll talk throughout. All of these things could happen. Yeah. But, like... Fucking life is like fleeting moments. You might as well suck the enjoyment out of it while you can. You clearly, if you're the the opposite ends of this, you and if you're not, you clearly in those positions. You clearly enjoy this person's company, Mm -hmm. and I think it is unrealistic to say that this person is moving away. So you're just going to be like goodbye. Yeah. See you. See you now. Like handshake. (laughs) And for five months that you live in the same city, you're just like not going to see each other. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be hard when Mm -hmm. they leave, but it's going to be hard no matter what. And I think like just live it up. Also, like what I always go back to is, you know, it's harder than like heartbreak because of love lost potentially. I'm not saying that's for sure going to happen. Like you could find a way to make it work. Um, is the thought of not knowing. That shit drives me nuts in life. Like, I don't think that there's anything worse or anything that would give you less closure and the ability to go on and have happy romantic life with other partners, potentially, than cutting something short simply because in half a year... It's going to hurt more. It's going to hurt more. Because you will go for years... I'm saying this from experience of knowing friends that have done this questioning and like wishing that you just wrote it out and figured out what happened yeah because like yes it does kind of feel like you're driving off a cliff in some ways because you're like i know this is gonna happen and like this sucks but you might land in water you might your car might not explode like the movies yeah it might be one it might be like grease yeah they just take off into the sky (laughs) do they die who knows knows? (laughs) but yeah i think you just have to go for it because life's too fucking short and at the end of the day like half a year's a long time things could change their plans could change with corona girl she ain't going nowhere (laughs) 
like you could be at a place that maybe you want to move with them or maybe like you could do long distance for a while and then you could meet up again like I just think that or if you fully break up like who cares you're well you're already you <laughs> you're already knowing that heartbreak is coming Totally. Will it be harder as you connect with this person yeah. and sex this person and all this mm-hmm. whatever? Yes, it will get harder. Absolutely. Yeah. But will it get infinitely harder mm-hmm. than if it was to end now? I personally don't think so. I don't think so either. Did you say sex Sex to this person? Sex this person. Se- oh, as you sex them. Yes, yeah, sex them. Sex them. Yes. Okay. Also, I... I'm always of the um, thought that I would rather be just, like, a person that tried, you know? A person I that just went totally. for it. Totally. Abso-fucking-lutely. Do you have time for one more? Oh, I think we do. I <laughs> I literally... You being... I feel... Ugh. No, no. <laughs> How I mean it is I feel bad because we literally received, like... 30 just from my DM last yeah. night and I have so many screenshotted from over the month that well, we screenshot all of these anyways. yeah I know we should almost do like an extra bonus one because seriously the the advice questions that came through on this one are so interesting maybe we will do a bonus one I I think why not yeah um okay <sighs> choose wisely Oh my God, it's so hard. Because seriously, all these people, like, I'm like, not only are these great questions, but... I was going to say, we'll put up a poll to see if you want a bonus one, but obviously people right, <laughs> want like, a bonus one. Like we'll just this. do a bonus one. Okay, we'll do a bonus one. Should we cut it there then? And, no, let's do one, okay, one, do more one more quick one, yeah. Okay. Um, one more quick one, as if we can talk about anything quickly. Anything quick. Like, that's the thing. I'm trying to find one. Okay, I think this is a, a question that we can sum up pretty easily, because we I think we've talked about it before, but it's always good to reiterate. Um, so, so this person says, um, so I'm now not out yet, but for a while I've identified as bi to myself. Um, but now I'm starting to think I'm a lesbian. Um <laughs> She goes on on a few reasons why she thinks that. Um, And I'm thinking of a future with women, but the problem is I feel like committing to the lesbian label is really scary for me. Can you two explain what's wrong wrong with me? Well, nothing's wrong Nothing is wrong with you. You are a human being on a flying garbage (laughs) rock in the middle of an endless abyss. That's what's wrong with you, if anything. (laughs) Um, Don't label yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, labels are, at the end of the day, for you and you only. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, If you feel more comfortable uh, identifying as bi still, Mm -hmm. even if you know that you are strictly into women, but you feel more comfortable identifying as bisexual, there is not a single qualm in the world with totally. that there is no issue with that yeah. like Bree said like when you were originally mm-hmm. coming out yeah. you knew for a while that you were yeah. gay but it was felt safe not I'm, I'm not saying that it's easier or safer to identify as bisexual no. that's not the reasoning i'm giving you but i'm using you as an example yes. here um that you thought that it was uh easier and safer for you yes. to identify as bisexual that is absolutely fine mm-hmm. And it took me years to, like, rid that because I felt like so much... I've talked about this extensively in other episodes, but to sum it up very quickly, I felt like by saying I was bisexual, it explained the fact that I had dated guys, explained the fact that I wouldn't have to, like, go through that part of it with my friends, which I now know I never owed anyone any sort of explanation, but at the time it felt like I would have to. Yeah. Um, And it just, for me, personally, made me feel safer to identify as bisexual. Yeah. Um, And 
I think just identify as whatever you want. Another thing that I'm seeing a lot on TikTok, which I think is really great and a really safe way for people that aren't sure if they're bisexual, if they're a lesbian, if they're none of the above, whatever it may ask, be. You just, you just run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just punch them in the face you and you run full away. Full sprint. Yeah. yeah. Bully. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go back to our Bully. first yeah, advice. You Bullying. narc on them. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, th- a lot of people are just identifying as women loving women. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you don't love anyone else. And it doesn't mean that you exclusively love women. You're just a woman who loves women. Yeah. And I think that that's a safe space for a lot of people these days. I'm seeing that a lot on the TikTok world. The Tick um, and the Talk. Um, hashtag WLW. Um, and I think that that is maybe a comfy alternative for you right now. Or yeah, just identify as whatever you want or not at all. Just like who you like. Because I think people put so much, we've talked about this so many times, but people put so much pressure on like what label to choose. And that's the problem with labels is that there's not always going to be one that fits every single person. Yeah. And um, there is also no harm in not knowing. I yeah. think it's like people, yeah, like you say, put so much weight on having to know mm-hmm. how you identify. If somebody asks you what you are, bitch, I say, I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. I don't know. I like this person. I don't know. I'm or I'm not, I'm not comfortable discussing that, yeah. you know? like I just like who I like. Your identity is yours. I'm a firm believer that sexuality is fluid mm-hmm. and... Um, um, identities can change yep. and yeah labels can change love that alright well I hope that helped a little bit and I hope for all the other folks who wrote in that we gave you some sort of advice or maybe it was just therapeutic hearing us spiral along with you yeah come on Narc Nation <laughs> <laughs> your fans are, sh- are Narc, Narc Nation, Nation. Yeah. like oh my god where is the Narc Nation merch like I need it I would buy a Narc Nation sweatshirt it's coming yeah. speaking of we do have merch um, over on um, our merch store <laughs> link in bio over on our Instagram and we want to give a huge shout out shout out (laughs) okay Halsey (laughs) it's like I'm singing on Tumblr 2009 (laughs) (laughs) we want to give a huge shout out to our patron Aiden uh, who's generously supporting us over on Patreon you can too there's a lot of amazing rewards over there and it really helps us out helps us in providing you with all sorts of free fun content and uh, we're going to start posting more bonus episodes over on our Patreon which we're excited about that's the next step so we're aiming for at least one bonus episode a month um for your ears so for all of you that are always like I've listened to everything and I can't wait for the next episode Patreon I think will be great for that and uh, thank you so much for supporting us and listening as always and until next time we will see you around around the the neighborhood. neighborhood fun